Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today will be nothing but fun facts about Curacao. Yes, you heard me right, Curacao and Curacao cuisine. Now, a lot of you are probably saying, what is Curacao? So if you're curious about where Curacao is located, Curacao is located 37 miles north of the coast of Venezuela and 50 miles south, southeast of Aruba. And it is owned by the Netherlands. It is one of the properties of the Netherlands. And the reason I'm covering Curacao today is because Curacao is in the southern Caribbean and a lot of travelers uh, think of it as a hidden gem. So maybe this is a tip for our world travelers that like to go to the Southern Caribbean. Uh, you may not have heard about Curacao, so let's, uh, let's get started. Uh, Curacao does not have as many tourist traps or tourists as the other Caribbean islands, and that is why people love it. So let's get started. The population of Curacao is 192,077. Curacao is actually two islands. I bet you guys didn't know that. So if you're familiar with the island of Curacao, you might not know it's actually two islands. One is the main island where everybody lives and it's inhabited. Yet there's another island of Curacao that is uninhabited, and that is nicknamed Little Curacao. Curacao is recognized as an autonomous country of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Curacao is a very popular place due to their beautiful beaches with crystal clear waters, and then the capital of Curacao has colorful buildings. And when you talk to world travelers, they say that is one of the most intriguing things they see when they go to Curacao is how the capital is, each building is a different bright color. And they said it looks really beautiful. Uh, keep in mind, if you're listening, that we always talk about the food at the end of each program. So if you're listening to learn about the food of the southern Caribbean island of Curacao, uh, get to the food at the end of the program. I'll touch on the food in the beginning, uh, but you'll get the full info about the food at the end. But the national dish of Curacao, and I'm going to butcher this name, but it's Keshiyena. And what is Keshiyena, the national dish of Curacao? What is it? It is spicy chicken meat. Pickled olives and onions and plums wrapped in cheese. Wow. Uh, you may have heard of Curacao because of the Curacao liquor. So if you're sitting at home saying, I know the name Curacao. Uh, Curacao has a liquor named Curacao. And the orange liqueur is very popular. So that's probably where you heard of Curacao before. Uh, world travelers say that Curacao has some world-class scuba diving. And from the research I did, some of the best scuba diving spots in the entire world 
are located on the island of Curacao. If you're traveling to Curacao from the United States, keep in mind that they do take the United States dollar. So if you are listening to this episode, keep in mind most of the listeners to this program are from outside the United States. But if you're one of our few listeners inside the United States, keep in mind the United States dollar is accepted in Curacao. The color of the flag of Curacao is blue and yellow. Blue represents the beautiful sea, and yellow represents the sun. And on that flag, it has two stars. One star represents the Curacao Island that is inhabited with people, and the second star represents the Curacao Island that is uninhabited with no people. If you've ever worried about going to the Caribbean due to the hurricane season, keep in mind that Curacao is located outside of the hurricane belt. So they don't get as many hurricanes as the other islands in the Caribbean. There are several former military forts. I thought that was interesting. Uh, there are, over the years, Curacao has had many conflicts. And there are several former military forts located all over the island of Curacao. There are almost 40 beaches in Curacao. Since the diving is so popular in Curacao, there have been many shipwrecks and underwater wrecks that were found on the island, off the island. And they are a big point of interest. So basically, since scuba diving is so popular... In Curacao, uh, they actually have uncovered, because of the scuba divers, lots of shipwrecks and underwater wreckage. And it's popular for people to go swim down and look at them. There are two national parks in Curacao. The name Curacao is Portuguese. It, It is from a Portuguese word that means heart. There is a wide variety of languages spoken on the island of Curacao. It's very diverse. Uh, But the official language is a blended one. And it is known as Papiamento. And that is a fusion of Spanish, Portuguese, and Dutch. So a fusion of Spanish, Portuguese, and Dutch is called Papiamento. People say that Curacao is a true melting pot of different cultures. The public education system on the island of Curacao is modeled after the Dutch system. Now, here's something fun. Now, keep in mind, we're going to get into the food at the end of this program. But in Curacao, iguanas are very, very popular. And there are tons of iguanas on the island of Curacao. So they actually eat iguanas in Curacao, and it is considered a delicacy. But according to world travelers, you will definitely see an iguana uh, wandering around if you go to the island of Curacao. So one of the delicacies that they eat is iguana. If you're planning on traveling to Curacao, keep in mind that the water is good for drinking. Uh, So a lot of times when you travel to the islands or anywhere overseas, uh, water is a concern. 
Uh, but the Curacao water is perfectly fine for drinking. There is no issues. It's actually purified from the ocean. One of the most iconic landmarks on the island of Curacao is the Queen Emma Bridge. The Curacao Island is protected habitat for flamingos. This is interesting. So when you're wandering around Curacao, you're actually going to see flamingos. And that is because it is a protected habitat for flamingos. So a lot of people said when they visit the island, they see a lot of flamingos. There is also an ostrich farm located on the island of Curacao. One of the beaches in Curacao is home to two very large... Oh, this is a fun one. I'm sorry. I write the show, but I don't notice what I'm talking about until I'm reading it. All right. One of the beaches in Curacao has two huge pigs that wander the beaches. They call them beach pigs. And these pigs actually... You got to see the photo. It's hysterically funny. But these pigs actually lay in the sand and get suntans. And they are very large pigs. They are two beach pigs uh, that roam freely around a certain beach in Curacao. And people say that if you're there in the afternoon, you can see them laying down on the beach. There are several species of sea turtles on the island of Curacao. The buildings and the capital. Here's what we talked about. Here's what happened. The buildings in the capital of Curacao were are all painted brightly and different colors. And the travelers that go to Curacao love it. They say it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. So all of the buildings in the capital of Curacao were painted bright colors. Uh, they used to be white, but they were painted bright colors. Now, why is that? Well, rumor has it that one of the governors demanded that the buildings be painted bright colors to cut down on the sun glare. And the bright colored buildings in the capital of Curacao are one of the attractions that people love to visit and look at the most. Over the last 30 years, there have been 16 Major League Baseball players that were born on the island of Curacao. So if you're sitting at home saying, how do I know Curacao? Uh, there have been 16 Major League Baseball players that were born. So maybe you were watching a baseball game and they mentioned it. Uh, this could be the fun fact of the entire episode. In fact, I'm going to teach you something right now. This could be the fun fact of the entire episode. The people on the island of Curacao figured out that mosquitoes and flies detest white polka dots on red walls. You heard that correct. And I had someone complaining to uh, iTunes that I repeat too many times. But I'm going to repeat this because I think this is a fun fact. The, people's, the people in the island of Curacao figured out that mosquitoes and flies absolutely hate white polka dots on red walls. So if you go to a traditional home where people have been there for many years, 
you'll see that their kitchens are usually red walls, bright red, with white polka dots. I found that very interesting. And they have figured out that mosquitoes do not like that color. And if you're going to Curacao, keep in mind, according to a lot of world travelers, the flies really bite badly in the early morning or in the late evening. Uh, but they do have a mosquito issue, but it's usually in the early morning or the late evenings. Here's a fun fact. The original creators of the liquor on the island of Curacao, like I said, the liquor from Curacao is a very popular uh, liquor. Uh, but they never got their formula patented. So therefore, there are tons of imitation liquors that you can find all over. So the people that created that popular liquor, uh, the Curacao liquor, it's usually an orange liqueur. It, it is one of the most popular liquors out there. Uh, they never got a patent for their formula. So they are being ripped off. There are tons of imitations around. There are 65 different nationalities living on the island of Curacao. And that is why they refer to the island as a melting pot. Now, if you go to Curacao, you're going to hear the word D-U-S-H-I. I'm going to say douchey. And that is commonly used on the island. And that can mean many things, such as sweetheart, beautiful, good, etc. But that is the word that you'll most likely hear from the islanders. It's D-U-S-H-I. I'm going to say douchey. Uh, but if you hear that word, that means a good thing. The tap water on the island of Curacao comes directly from the sea, and it's purified. I told you that. So a lot of people have concerns about drinking tap water in other areas of the world. Uh, the tap water in the island of Curacao is purified from the sea. So it's perfectly fine. The average daily temperature on the island of Curacao is 84 degrees every day. The average daily water temperature on the island of Curacao is 82 degrees. Uh, scuba diving is... It, it, they claim that Curacao is one of the best places in the entire world to go scuba diving. And there are over 70 locations to do so. Uh, there are plenty of things to do in the island of Curacao. For, like if you have a group of 10 people going, there's something for everybody. They have laser tags. They have aquariums. You can take a Jeep safari. You can rock climb, skydive, kiteboarding, sailing. You can pretty much do anything on the island of Curacao. If you're worried about going shopping, don't worry. Curacao has plenty of shopping areas on the island. If you like to go out at night and you like to dance and you like to shake your groove thing, <laughs> there are plenty of nightlife in the island of Curacao, plenty of places to go partying. Uh, several places to go out at night. Uh, in fact, nightlife is very popular on the island of Curacao. Golf is also very popular on the island of Curacao. And there are many big-time golf courses on the island. Uh, da -da -da. As we said, 
I don't know why I repeated that, but the buildings in the capital of Curacao are all brightly colored. They're painted bright colors. The politics on the island of Curacao are very stable. It is a parliamentary democracy, and they have an independent legal system based upon Dutch civil law. So that means the prime minister is the central government person. Trading and shipping are the stimulus of the economy of the island of Curacao. There are two general hospitals on the island of Curacao and one surgical hospital. So if you have a medical issue, which a lot of people do when they go to the Caribbean, you know, you know, freak accidents, etc., uh, they have hospitals on the island. 72% of the island of Curacao practice Christianity. Uh, there's a ton of research when you go online. There's a ton of research about the history of Curacao. I'm not going to get into that. I find it very boring. Uh, but if you want to learn about the history of Curacao, there's a long one. Uh, just Google it. The defense of the island of Curacao is the responsibility of the Netherlands. As I said earlier, it is a property of the Netherlands. Oil refining is a major part of the economy on the island of Curacao. The world's largest oil field services company is incorporated on the island of Curacao. As we said earlier, people go to Curacao, especially from the United States, because it's pretty much just as beautiful as the other Caribbean islands, but it's not focused on tourism as much. So you don't have the tourist traps. You don't have the, you know, the, uh, the high-volume crowds. It's pretty much a hidden gem in the Caribbean. Uh, although tourism plays a major role in the economy, tourism does not move the economy. They have oil refinery and other things. So a lot of world travelers say, say that it's just a better experience for them because uh, you know, there's not a lot of hustle you know, uh, from, the, from the islanders to get money. Uh, tourism is a major thing but not their primary thing. In 2017, the island of Curacao was named the top cruise destination in the Southern Caribbean by a major publication. The main trading partners of the island of Curacao are the United, are the United States, the EU, and Venezuela. Uh, Curacao is also known for banking. There are a lot of banks and financial institutions that base themselves out of Curacao. Now, here's a really interesting thing. Prostitution is legal on the island of Curacao, but it's only for foreign women who get a temporary permit to work in a large open-air brothel. It is legal for men on the island of Curacao to hire prostitutes. And there has been a brothel located near the airport since all the way back to the 1940s. Prostitution on the island of Curacao is regulated and the government says that the prostitutes themselves 
have efficient access to medical care uh, to get tested for diseases. And like I said, the prostitutes themselves are foreign women who get a temporary work order, a temporary work uh, permit, and it is illegal for the local women to prostitute. And it is also illegal for a local man to prostitute on the island. The island of Curacao also has an international airport, and that is where most visitors land when they come to Curacao. Uh, During my research for this episode, I learned that there's a lot of people who are claimed to be famous from the island of Curacao. I read that entire list. I did not recognize one name. But there are a lot of famous or so-called famous people from the island of Curacao. The legal drinking age on the island of Curacao is 18. Marijuana is illegal on the island of Curacao, and you can actually get jail time for possession. And during my research, as I said, mosquitoes are an issue, but they're a... Uh, They are an issue in the early morning or late at night. So make sure you plan for mosquitoes uh, when you go to the island. But it's usually early in the morning or late at night. Okay. All right. Uh, The crime rate against tourists on the island of Curacao is actually very low. Okay. There's crime all over the world. Uh, But the crime rate against tourists is very low in Curacao. Most of the food consumed on the island of Curacao is imported. All right, I think we did a great job giving you fun facts about the island of Curacao. Keep in mind, each week I take a different location around the world. And I give you fun facts about the location itself, which we just finished. And now we're going to talk about the cuisine of Curacao. What kind of cuisine can you find on the island of Curacao? Uh, First off, I think it's important to note that the island of Curacao has had many countries in its history. So therefore, the cuisine of the island of Curacao is very diverse. One of the most interesting things, as I said earlier, is that iguanas are not only found all over the island, but they are eaten as a delicacy on the island of Curacao. So if you do the hours upon hours of research that I do for every episode, you're going to see how important seafood is to the cuisine of Curacao. So seafood plays a major role, as it does in the entire Caribbean islands. Uh, And as we mentioned earlier in the program, Curacao is famous for their liquor. So the island of Curacao is known for liquor. And I think most people listening to this program might recognize the name Curacao from the orange liqueur, which is similar to triple sec. Uh, And since we're on the food section of the program, the national dish of the island of Curacao is Keshiyena. And I, ex- I described exactly what that was earlier in the episode. A popular side dish on the island of Curacao is called tutu, T-U-T-U. 
and it is often substituted for rice or another starch in a meal. Now, what is tutu? The base of tutu is funchi, F-U-N-C-H-I, mixed with beans and coconut milk and a little bit of sugar. It is considered the perfect side dish for fresh fish. And I can't believe I've never heard of tutu. And anybody that does research like I did about the island of Curacao will learn that there are many, many outstanding restaurants on the island. Curacao is considered a foodie's paradise. Uh, So if you're a foodie and you love the Caribbean, give Curacao a try. The breakfast that is consumed on the island of Curacao is usually a heavy breakfast. So it's not the type of island that just eats yogurt for breakfast. They usually have a heavy breakfast. Okay. Now, you can make your trip to Curacao either expensive or less expensive depending on the choices you make on where to go to eat. There are plenty of restaurants on the island. So... There are plenty of choices for you to eat. So you can either make your vacation expensive or least expensive, depending on what you choose. Curacao is known for their delicious oranges. So that would probably be the fruit of choice on the island. All right. Uh, Soup plays a major role in the cuisine of Curacao. And they usually eat soup during big birthdays and big celebrations. And you can can always find some sort of soup if they have a big celebration. Beef, fish, okra are just some of the soups that you can get on the island of Curacao, and there are plenty, plenty of places that will give you a nice soup. Uh, If you are a vegetarian, uh, Curacao is perfect for you. Uh, Curacao is very vegetarian-friendly. All right. Uh, One of the most fascinating things about doing this show is that I can't believe how fast food has infiltrated the entire world. And on the island of Curacao, you can find plenty of McDonald's and KFC, plenty of fast food places. But I have covered places around the world that I've never heard of that have McDonald's and KFC, and Curacao is one of them. There are also plenty of places to get freshly squeezed orange juice. And other juice on the island of Curacao. If you love Chinese restaurants, bountiful amount of Chinese restaurants on the island. Uh, During my research, I hear a lot of recommendations for the empanadas that are sold at the little stands on the side of the road. So a lot of people skip those spots. But according to many world travelers, the empanadas that are sold in the little stands on the side of the road are fantastic. Now, also keep in mind, food trucks play a major role in the cuisine of Curacao. I think we did a great job. 
I think we did a fabulous job. I really enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, a lot of people that are planning to go to the Caribbean just learned about a new spot to go to, the island of Curacao. So, each week, I take a different location from around the world, and I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location and its cuisine. Today's episode was about Curacao. It is in the Southern Caribbean. Okay, go to your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and search for Learn About World Cuisine and subscribe to the show. There are 162 other episodes on those platforms. But I'm going to do everyone a favor. I'm going to give you a quick link. All you got to do is go to Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. And there are links to the show on iTunes, etc. Philly Restaurant Reviews dot com can give you all the links you need for this show. Okay? I try to make each show under 40 minutes so that it is convenient for people to download a bunch of episodes at one time. So if you enjoy fun, mind-blowing facts, uh, this is the show for you. Be sure to subscribe. And as always, if it's Thursday morning, It's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform or Philly Restaurant Reviews or you can tell your smart player, A-L-E-X-A, play the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. And every Thursday morning, you're going to see a brand new episode published at 6 a.m. So if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform for a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.